Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church annual read. This year, we are reading Holiness Day by Day by Jerry Bridges. We hope that you'll be filled with fresh insight and joy as you spend time discovering more about our thrilling God. Hey everyone, welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast. My name is Melly, and I'm your host today. The title of today's reading is A Biblical View of Grace. I have the privilege of serving with our kids team at Mariner's North Irvine Congregation, and it is such a blessing to see our children's curiosity about Jesus and their childlike faith. They believe that God is simply big and strong, and anything is possible with God. And the joy, the pure joy these kids have when they worship this big and gracious God is contagious. One of my favorite things about being a part of kids ministry at Mariners is that on a regular basis, we're given the opportunity to have a conversations with kids about salvation. There's nothing like it. To see these kids courageously putting their faith in Jesus is absolutely inspiring. And there are many ways you can do this. You can talk about salvation uh, many different ways, depending on the age of the kids you're talking to. We often use the ABCs of salvation to help kids remember better. A stands for admit. Admit to God that you are a sinner. In Romans chapter 3, 23 tells us that for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. B stands for belief. Believe that Jesus Christ is God's only son and he came to save us and he's our only savior. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. John 3.16 Lastly, C stands for confess. Confess your faith in Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord. If you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Romans 10.9 C also stands for to choose. Not only we get to confess our faith in Christ, we also get to choose to follow Jesus every single day for the rest of our lives. We have Jesus walking with us, the Holy Spirit guiding us for the rest of our lives. How amazing is that? Salvation is as easy as ABC. Do you remember the day you say yes to Jesus? I was 13 years old when I say yes to Jesus, and I vividly remember shedding tears nonstop. Not out of sadness, but because I felt the overwhelming joy that everyone had spoken about. I didn't know at the time, but it was the Holy Spirit. I was filled with the Holy Spirit and the joy of the Lord. Today's devotional reminds us that God's grace is not just the ABCs of our faith, but is the Alpha and Omega, is the A through Z of our faith. We often make the mistake that we are somehow graduated from the saving grace and we strive to continue our lives based on our good works. You see, the problem with this mindset is that it can lead us to two dangerous roads. The first road is directed toward God saying, God, you owe me because of my holiness. You owe me because I read the Bible every day. You owe me because I serve every week. 
This path leads to pride, diminishing the core purpose of Jesus humbly sacrificing his life for us. The second road is directed at others, saying, Look at me, how well I'm doing with my life, how well I am managing with my own strength and determination. So why can't you do the same? This unhealthy attitude towards others makes us judge and look down on others and gives no room to show grace to those who are around us. From a heavenly perspective, we know that Jesus is both the author and perfecter of our faith. How we begin this journey of loving Jesus, that he first loved us to the point of death on the cross, has everything to do with how we continue and how we finish. God himself started the story of redemption, and he's also the one who brings it to its completion. There's a period of time in my life when I was desperately looking for a job. As word spread about my situation, unexpectedly, a cousin of mine, whom I have not talked to for years, reached out to me and offered me a job right away. He didn't even ask for my resume or about my job experiences. Had he done so, he would have found nothing relevant to the position he was offering me. I ended up getting the job, and because lack of the qualification for the job, my cousin instructed the company, the team, to pay special attention to my needs and to provide all the training and tools that I needed for the position. I later found out that my cousin actually picked me over several qualified candidates for the position, even though I lacked experience. And the team even had to slow down just to train me and make sure I was up to speed, which was a huge sacrifice for the whole entire company. They didn't just bring me in the company. They were patient with me, provided the skills I needed to handle the tasks assigned to me. Over time, I caught up with the team and I was able to make meaningful contributions to the company. I was doing so well in a company that I eventually got a promotion. And it was tempting to believe that the job, the position, the promotion was solely the result of my hardworking hours in a company. By the grace of God, I was constantly reminded that the job was a gift to me that I did not deserve. I dedicated myself to the position out of gratitude towards my cousin and the team because they believed in me, they were gracious to me. And because of this job, many great opportunities opened up for me later, and I'm forever grateful for my cousin's kindness and compassion. You see, grace is sweeter to those who know how much they need it. When it comes to salvation, we're not just swimming afloat, barely drowning in the ocean of sin, and choosing to grab a hold of Jesus at our own leisure. No, the Bible clearly says in Ephesians 2.1 that we were dead in our sins, absolutely dead, lifeless, at the bottom of the ocean where God had to come down and breathe new life into us. God brought us into this world, but rather than leaving us to drown in our own sins, he took out his wrath upon Jesus. He took on the punishment that we deserved on the cross. 
Jesus was rejected so we could be accepted. He was afflicted so we could be healed. He was put to death so that we could have life. The Father turned His face away from our sins so we could receive saving grace. You see, I made some poor decisions and faced challenges during college many years ago. The word has spread and everyone in my family knew and many of them avoided me. However, this one cousin chose to turn away from the list of the long list of unwise decisions I had made. Instead, he offered me a second chance. It was as if God orchestrated this divine appointment during a dark season of my life to pull me out of my hopelessness. The evidence of receiving this kind of grace is that we are willing to show grace to others. It is the grace of God that leads us to repentance, and it is His loving, gracious embrace that continues to compel us to bear the fruit of holiness. The gospel of grace is not a matter of achieving something, but it is about receiving what Jesus has accomplished for us. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for your grace and mercy. Today we are reminded that we simply receive your grace. It is not about our works. No matter our efforts, we find peace in knowing that we are covered by the blood of Jesus. Please give us the strength to extend grace to others as you have given us. May our actions and decisions be pleasing to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks so much for making the Gospel Everyday Podcast an important part of your day. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet, and we'd love it if you can take a few moments to rate and review the podcast. Tune in tomorrow for brand new content. If you'd like more information about Mariner's Church, download the Mariner's app at your favorite app store or visit marinerschurch.org.